we try to encourage each other to read more because you know there are just so many distractions throughout and we try to have a habit or routine where we read for half an hour mm-hmm. um, before bed every night ah. yes and then we both read and then turn off cell phones or uh, all the social media and just read before bed and we find both very it's a bonding time for both of us mm-hmm. and, and also I think we both enjoyed it a lot mm-hmm. and she and we have a lot of similarities she also likes outdoor stuff we like hiking we like camping we also both enjoy um, hosting um, you know like a board game night and hang out with friends Recently, well, actually, we started doing this since last summer. So what we do is we go to our church once a, uh, once a week. We teach refugees English. Mm. And I think that's also a very um, fun thing for us to do. So, so I think maybe for couples, if they want to build their relationship, you know, strengthen their marriage, mm. I think one thing is you do something especially for Christians, you serve someone together. Mm. Like, you know, we both serve the refugees mm. together. I think that's a very bonding time for us as well. Hello and welcome to The Journey, your radio show, hosted by Neville D'Angelo, author of A Soundbite Life and Flight of the Fused Monkeys, a PRG Emerging Technologies Forum keynote speaker and founder of Rio Sports. I am Joseph Ellison. Enjoy! I am Neville. This is another of our M5 episodes during which you, our brilliant audience, will have the opportunity to see if you can correctly predict what our guest will do when faced with a unique challenge. So, put your smart hats on and let's meet today's guest in the hot seat. Our guest in the hot seat is none other than Ray Tang. Alongside is his wife, Dr. Sarah Tang. We will also meet four of their brilliant game night friends, all of whom will be facing life's infamous conundrum, as foretold by the sage of the SBL series. Our task as the audience is to make a prediction to successfully escape the soundbite life trap, will Ray and Sarah choose the same means of escape, or will they make different choices? Ray Tang, welcome to the journey. Thank you, Neville. Thank you for having me. Along the journey, we stop at intriguing places and meet fascinating people with novel solutions to some of life's tricky questions. And we play a few games and track the remarkable characters of three classic books, A Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet, A Time to Begin Again, all of which can be found on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. It is Fam 5 time on the journey. Ray has shared with us a few of his productive habits and some of how he and his wife keep strengthening their marital relationships. 
Let us learn some more from and about Ray before we lock in our predictions. So, Ray, who do you ask for guidance when you feel lost? I ask a lot of people. I normally put it into broadly three categories of people. Mm -hmm. And one category is people who are most relevant. For example, if you want to go to medical school, mm -hmm. then I would ask doctors. And, you know, doctors who I shadow, doctors who I work with, mm -hmm. because they have been through this journey and they will know how, you know, medical school is like, how being a physician is like. Mm -hmm. And the same way, if you want to go to grad school, you know, you would ask people who have been through grad school. If you want to play tennis, you would ask people who coach tennis. <laughs> right. So the most relevant people. Mm -hmm. And the second category is the people who you know, they might not be in this field. For example, I talked with you, you're my mm. tennis coach, but I talked to you about how I want to go to medical school. Mm. So you talk to people who you trust and talk to people who, you know, that you think they are experiencing life. Not necessarily in your field, because they might provide, provide you ways and perspectives mm -hmm. that you might never, you know, have thought of. Mm -hmm. And which is very important. You know, when we are making decisions, I know this from psychology. When we make decisions, especially when we feel anxious, we they call it cognitive myopia. So your views are tunneled vision. Mm -hmm. So you cannot see things outside. Because say if you really want to go to grad school, then my view would just be, oh, how can I become a very competitive applicant? You suddenly lose those other fields. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, how to balance life and the work? Mm -hmm. Or how do you continue to grow more mature? These things you will suddenly forget. But this is a part of who you are. So you cannot put them aside. For example, I want to go to med school. But that doesn't mean I will suddenly forget to being how to be a good husband, how to be a good friend. Mm -hmm. Th these things are still very important. Uh, how do you balance work mm -hmm. and school and, you know, and life? So always keep the second category, which is people who you trust, the people you think you know, are experienced mm -hmm. in life, and, and always also consult them too. And the third category is I like to listen to podcasts. You know, uh, you know, actually one person called Tim Ferriss, Mm -hmm. He has a book called yeah. Tribe of Mentors. <laughs> and, you know, that just shows how many people he consulted, right? He has a tribe of people to consult. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, I listen to those people. I listen to his podcast. I listen to a lot of other podcasts, too. And I read the books. Um, recently, I'm reading a book called The Obstacle is a Way. Mm -hmm. tells you how you can grow out of obstacles. Um, so similarly, I also listen to podcasts, read books, because these people can also give you some insight and guidance. Okay. Eventually, of course, you are the person who make decision, mm -hmm. who are making the decision. And, and you also notice sometimes people will give you conflicting views of mm -hmm. certain things. So it's you who are making the decision. And just I think it's important to realize and remember, it's okay to not make the right decision. Sometimes I think God allows mistakes to happen mm -hmm. so they can grow out of it. Uh, if I never been through my previous journey, I don't think I will value my education that much. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually have a lot of friends now come to me to, oh, Ray, how do you prepare for grad school? How do you choose a major? I know even when I was in college, after I switched my major, because changing major is not that common thing in China. Uh, in China. And after I switched my major, a friend of mine came to me, I always want to change my major. Can you help me on that? And so I helped her on how to switch major as well. So, 
uh, I think having made those mistakes also give me a better insight what to avoid. Mm. So yeah, making mistakes is okay, and for most time you will have chance to you know amend it. You will have chance to change your course of action. So it's okay to make mistakes. Love it. We'll be right back. We are on Fam Five time on the journey. It is our turn to lock in our predictions. Ray, his wife, and friends will be facing one of life's most infamous conundrums, as foretold by the sage in our SBL series. The SBL, that is Soundbite Life series, is a matchbox mystery series with historical and smart technology underpinnings. Book one of this SBL series, which is available in all formats, audio dramatized as well as print, is entitled "Two Twenty Six A.M. The Gathering." To successfully escape the soundbite life trap, will Ray and Sarah choose the same means of escape, or will they make? Different choices. It is time to lock in our predictions. I am back with Ray Tang. Ray, I noticed、uh, when you list your mentors and those people that you go to, you didn't mention any family members or your parents.、Mm-hmm. Is there a particular reason why? Yeah, sure. So, no, as you know, that I'm actually a first-generation college student.、Mm-hmm. In other words, my parents never went to college,、mm-hmm. and I think they were in a time period in China where going to college is not easy and also not popular. You know, it's right after the Cultural Revolution at that time. But, anyways, even though my parents didn't go to college. And well, first, my parents didn't college. That's why I didn't. I feel I couldn't get too much guidance from them、mm-hmm. in that aspect. At the same time, I really appreciated that they, they actually cultivate a sense of curiosity in me when I was growing up.、Mm-hmm. You know, they they took me out to like zoo and parks and you know. Museums a lot when I was a kid,、mm. and they bought me a lot of books. So、mm. they always encouraged me to read books and to explore the world. Therefore, now I still have very strong sense of curiosity in nature,、mm. you know, in things how they work. It's because I think they cultivate this sense of curiosity very early on.、Mm. Um, but yes,、uh, I I didn't ask them specific from these experiences. How do you go? To, how to prepare for college? How to prepare for grad school or med school? And、um, But I think they gave me the confidence to, you know, to look out and to search people that who might have experience from these things,、mm-hmm. and so that I can be mentored by them. Lovely. We play a lot of games and eat a lot of food in your house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us about that. Yeah, definitely. So I like.、Um, Interacting with the people from different background. I mean, I know I'm an immigrant myself,、mm-hmm. so of course, <clears throat> I know that how different people coming from different countries, you know, different background, and and I feel it's very fascinating to learn from different people. You know,、mm-hmm. to learn that oh, you know, they have this cultural practice that I never knew, or they, you know, do things in this way that I never realized. And I also realize that. And no matter what job you do, this and this lesson learned a long time ago. No matter what job you do in the future, right, profession-wise, 
you will always interact with people,、mm. and interacting with people is the most challenging, difficult thing in this world. Right. Because you cannot control the other person.、Right. You don't know how the other person responds, or you know how they、um, perceive things in certain ways. So,、uh, but I think this good practice for us, you know, all of us, that how do you engage in conversations with people from different background, from different. With different personalities, and、um, nowadays I think high technology like social media or those text message chatting、uh, deprive us from a deeper conversations with others. That's why、um, nowadays they say young people don't know how to talk, how to communicate. But I think it's important for us to continue to engage in one-on-one conversations with others.、Mm-hmm. That's what I actually do. You know, my wife and I, of course, we try to host a board game night or.、Mm-hmm. This well, Chinese New Year just passed last month. We try to host like dumpling wrapping party,、mm. or sometimes we do a just a hangout because people love games. It's a hangout night、uh, at least once a month.、Mm. In fact, we're going to host another one on Saturday. But <laughs> <laughs> but,、uh, but on the other hand, I sometimes initiate to hang out with a person one on one because then you can deepen that conversation with another person、mm. and to get to know the other person. Which you know, that's how we build up more and more friends through the years、uh, living in Dallas. Yeah, I think it's a very enriching experience. Sometimes people really have taught me a lot of things that I never even realized.、Mm-hmm. Yeah,、mm-hmm. every person I think is like a book. Mm-hmm. You, know, yeah, you, you、right. read them, you read them, and they teach you things that is definitely. Um, more worthy than just by reading books alone. Ray, for all the field, the field that you have chosen、uh, as part of your passion and the path that you have taken, required you to grab a lot of information. How did you go about doing that? Sure. So, in addition to listen to podcast, I definitely read a lot of books.、Mm. Um, in fact, recently I realized I enjoy listening to books more than just reading books、mm-hmm. because my learning style is auditory learning.、Mm-hmm. So, I listen to a lot of books.、Mm-hmm. And I listen to books when I'm driving, when I'm in the gym, when I'm cooking. Sometimes,、mm-hmm. <laughs> so listen to books definitely. And also, I realized for me, maybe for other people, can be different, <clears throat> but. Uh, a lot of research actually has shown that you know when we read books, we like to highlight things,、mm-hmm. but highlighting is never efficient or useful、um, because people still forget what they highlight. <laughs> And in fact, if you realize that,、uh, if you see it, you know when you read Kindles, Kindle will even show you the most highlighted passages,、mm-hmm. and most times only in the first fifteen pages. <laughs> people stop <laughs> highlighting.、Uh, so, so highlighting is yeah. What I do, maybe sometimes your audience can try, is I listen to books or even read books. Either way, and after you reading or listening to the book, you just write down. I write down in my Word document. Just write down what you think impressed you or、oh, what stands out. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and then, and I think that's your digested information, in, so、exactly. it can stay longer. Yes, and yeah, and also sometimes I just if I'm reading book, I take notes along、mm-hmm. the way too. Yeah, and after I'm done with the book, I either sell it or you know or give to other people.、Right. And and I rarely keep books、mm-hmm. uh, because I think I mean once you're done with the book, unless that's something that you really really like, you want to read reading re reading, that's fine. But for most time, I just you know write on the notes.、Mm-hmm. And and give the book away, 
And another saying in Chinese, sorry, I have a lot of no, Chinese I love quote, it. I love it. I love quotations it. is: if a book that is not borrowed, you should never read it. Even. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it, uh, the, the point is, sometimes right. when we buy a book from Amazon, I just stay on bookshelf forever, mm. right? You never read it. So you should read a book that at least somehow gives a sense of urgency. Mm. And and I think that's also important. That that you know that you you have the some type of urgency to finish the book and you can move on. One of my friends recently she told me about we can do a book challenge. You know, mm. like we compete how many books to read per month or mm. per year. That's another thing. If you are interested in book club stuff, that's mm. that's fine too. I know Sarah; she's doing a book book club with her friends. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. well, they meet online. Both her friends live in DC. Mm. They meet online once a month and they discuss the book they are reading, which is also good. And they read most fictions. I mostly read non-fiction, so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but either way, I think the point is um, you have to have some type of um, motive or incentive for you to continue to read. Sage has arrived. Everyone living long enough will slip and fall into a deep hole. Three hands will appear the hand of a hustler. The hand of a riddler and the hand of a clown. Choose wisely, or you will be buried there. I'll go first. (laughs) I'll go first. I will choose the riddler. So you know, I always like riddles, and and I think a lot of ancient wisdom is also told through riddles. Like you know, a lot of analogies, a lot of parables in Chinese history, like idiom stuff, and of course we know a lot of parables in Bible, and we know there are parables and analogies in the Alibaba and the Forty Thieves. So I love riddles because I think they tell a very deep wisdom. A, you know, they express a very profound truth through very simple stories okay. so that's my answer yeah all right i'm sarah all right <laughs> i have a totally different answer it's interesting how we all have different people so i think i would pick the hustler and i think the reason why is because when i think of hustler i think of someone who gets things done who um you know is like sees the end goal and wants to get there and so i feel like well if i'm stuck in a hole the hustler they're going to come in and they're going to see a problem and they're going to want to fix the problem to get me out of the hole. So that's why I picked the hustler. I am also Sarah. My initial answer, my initial response would be the clown. 
which seems weird, but then you think of the different gestures of court gestures um, in ancient times, not ancient times, but like in Ivanhoe, and they have to be smart, they have to be witty, they have to know a lot in the deep-seated nature of the human nature, mm-hmm. and um, but also carry a joy and a laughing at life that can help you get through hard times. Who's that? Right. Uh, I'm Matt, and I would probably also choose the clown because uh, the clown often being one who is sort of a social reject or maybe one who has to work hard to entertain others, uh, they can know what it's like to be down and out. They know what it's like to have a difficult time, and uh, if their hand would appear they would likely be the one to actually give the hand out and help help uh, uh, somebody out of that hole of that difficult situation rather than uh, causing more trouble in the end. Um, and so that just makes sense that because they've likely had experience with difficult times, they might be the one, the best one to help in that situation. All right. Who's next? I'll go next. All right. Uh, my name is Allison, and the first thing that came to mind was the Riddler. Um, and that was along the lines of the the proverbs and the wisdom, but I also just enjoy a good riddle and figuring things out. Um, so even if it's the wrong choice, I would enjoy it. <laughs> so it's my best guess, but um, I would, I'd enjoy the challenge of, of whatever the riddler might throw at me. Okay. Okay, I'm Angela. Um, I think I would choose the clown. I think both the Riddler and um, the Hustler kind of just seem like they have more negative connotations to me, where I feel like the clown, the purpose of a clown is to bring joy to other people and to be a help and a support to others. And so I think if I was going to be in a hole somewhere, I would want someone who's really goal in life is to bring joy to others. Can I say something more? Anybody can challenge anybody. (laughs) The reason I didn't choose a clown because all the movies have totally ruined the image of a clown. I like a nice clown. I have the old-fashioned clown. (laughs) The Journey is available free on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Rio Sports Radio, and several of your favorite internet platforms. Download, embed, and share via any of the social media you love. Which hand did you choose? You two can meet the sage in our SBL series, Book 1, 2.26 a.m., The Gathering, available in audio, digital, and print. 2.26 a.m., The Gathering. See you next week.